In a world of EMS podcasters, EMS Office Hours is the only live podcast bringing you the latest topics and opinions in EMS. Turn down your scanner and turn up your speakers as we join Jim Hoffman and Josh Knapp on their latest EMS podcasting journey. Hey, everybody. Welcome to EMS Office Hours. I am Jim Hoffman. We're playing the Where's Josh game. Playing the Where's Josh game. It's, it's, I'm going to start. I'm going to start uh, putting like a little picture of Josh like up in the upper corner here of my screen. Oh, like, so it looks like he's there, San Diego. Yeah, just to see if uh, you know <laughs> if he shows up there. So, um, so listen, I want to welcome everyone, everybody, for uh, joining us live. Um, I can't see everybody here in the stream. Just so you guys know. Uh, I see, I think most of the people that pop in are from Facebook and they have to be logged in, I think, to Facebook in order for me to see them in the feed. So be sure that if you're watching it, hit the like button or try to comment and that will let me know that you're here. Even if you just comment and say hi or good morning or what's up, I hate you, whatever it is, just something so that we know that you're there. And then this way, um, you know, we know that uh, you're partaking in the discussion. And, you know, Dave, I was talking to you before we started the show, talking about EMS being out of business, <laughs> right? And I came across something the other day. Hey, Tony. And Indeed. it was, it was a, a, a service that is like an urgent care on wheels, a mobile urgent care where they will come to your home and you know treat you for non-emergent issues. And you know, at first I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's nothing really that new. You know, it's there's other things and other services doctors, that have done that. Doctors used to make home visits. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yes, me that's too. How old I am. So yeah. yeah. So I and then I went I went to the website. I thought maybe it was just like a local thing. And then I started realizing it is like this. They have um, uh, offices all over the U.S. And then I went and looked at all of the, uh, whatchamacallit, all of the uh, conditions that they treat. And we're talking about, you know, non-emergent stuff that we get kind of irritated with in EMS, you know, the anxiety calls, the, you know, I have a bed sore, you know, I've got the flu, or I have some nausea, diet you know, in order of vomiting, stuff like that. But they also have listed here things that they treat like, you know, COPD exacerbation and asthma attacks and, uh, you know, head injuries and heart palpitations and uh, respiratory infections, kidney stones, all types of things like this. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I wonder if this is something that is going to, you know, this never put us out of business, you know, but something that we need to address as, as a profession that, okay, we have something something else coming in that is going to be offering on-site treatment for this, not us coming there, doing our thing, and then taking them to a hospital. They have to wait hours on end to be seen for something like dizziness or, you know, a constipation or something like that. And they also, I was looking at some other things they do. They do IVs, they'll do uh, blood draws, uh, 
as well. They, they call and prescriptions to the doctor for you. They let your doctor know what they did and why you call them. If you know forward any kind of findings they have and things like that, they'll do EKGs in the home, things like that. So, you know, I, I start thinking, okay, is this something that could be helpful to us because of the the, the amount of you know, the call volumes that keep going up and up, or you know, is it something that can hurt us? going forward, you know, as a profession, you know, um, you know, yeah, it might, maybe it'll drop the coal volume down a little bit, but maybe it's going to, you know, make it to a point where we're not as needed as before. And maybe that's, uh, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it'll be where we get called for only emergency calls, you know, maybe Although I have, you know, I have a few suspicions about which way this will go. I think it's great for a consumer to have choices. Yeah. And I think it's, you know. The and, educated consumer though, right? The, the consumer like, that Like Cy Sims, an educated, an educated right, edu- consumer is our best ah, customer. Yeah, I remember that commercial. Yeah. Yeah. You but, know. um, yep. So, yeah. Uh, and, you know, and, and, and using our resources correctly, Thanos would be happy about that. If we only used our resources correctly, right. he wouldn't have had the blip. Wouldn't have to do, right, exactly. Wouldn't have yes. So I, I'm not worried that they're going to cut this, our, our need in half. Um, you know, it's interesting. We can whine when we take these calls that we believe aren't, and I'm, you know, got the finger quotes going here, worthy of an EMS response. And then we worry sometimes when we see something like, you know, urgent cares or mobile urgent cares come up, Uh that it'll it'll take away our jobs. And uh, as as some of the people are pointing out here, you got community paramedicine, uh, which was going down that road. That's the first thing that I I thought about was that, you know, that the, the community paramedicine, I think, you know, is something that is doing this, should be doing more of this. Um, rather than ambulances. And then on the other side of this, Dave, is, is also this tendency that I've seen over the years too. We, you've got a lot of the visiting nurses and stuff like that that go to people's homes for similar things too. And then they get there and what do they do? They call 911 because they're trying to cover their ass and they're afraid that there's something underlying that they don't see and they want the patient to go to the ER to get further evaluated. You know, you know, I, I agree. And I, I, I looked up the link I, I, I don't want to mention the name uh, because it's a specific service that you, you had suggested that we look at. Maybe you're comfortable with that. And you know what? When they talk about what they come to treat, uh-huh. they don't list having a heart attack. They don't list having a stroke. They list people yeah. who've had a stroke. Right. Um, they don't look, you know, they're not listing people who can barely breathe. You got COPD. How many people go to a pulmonologist for COPD? Well, yeah. they'll come to you. I, I, I think that's pretty cool. You yeah. know, um, or you, I, I think, I think that stuff is good. I do think, I do think as, as people are just who we are, that people will misuse it the way, listen, I have an urgent care facility in my district and we are there almost daily if mm-hmm. not daily, if not several times a day to take people to the hospital who went to their doctor because they were actively having a stroke or they had chest pain. And, and listen, the urgent care loves it. They come in, 
Oh, you have chest pain? They run a 12 lead EKG, which is completely billable. They'll give you a penny's worth of aspirin, and exactly. they call in 911. I think that, like you just mentioned, you go on a daily basis. I mean, I've done the same thing. I think most of the people probably listening are going to feel the same way. They sure. probably live in areas where they are constantly going to these urgent care centers or uh, doctor's offices on a daily basis to get patients who are, like you said, having an active stroke. I mean, I've had people who have to go to urgent care legitimately because they were having nausea, vomiting, or they were dizzy, and then they get there, and they, they find that they're bradycardic, or they find that their blood pressure right. is super low. And for that instance, of course, yeah, then you're going to need a trip to the hospital for that. Sure. You know? um, but I, 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 the one thing that I saw with this, when I was looking at the website, was the response time of their mobile uh, units. They say up to two hours, but when you call up and you say what your situation is and whatever, then they tell you a more accurate you know, time frame. But they say average is two hours. But that's How many great. people are gonna be waiting that time if they've been up all night you know, with a migraine or they've been up all night throwing up and whatever, coming out it's, of both ends. It's not meant for they're them. Tired, they're tired of waiting, right? They're not going to wait another two hours. And they don't want to go to a doctor's office where everybody, right. nowadays, the doctor's office is just a breeding ground for people mm -hmm. who who have respiratory ailments and other yeah. ailments. Mm -hmm. And uh, and some people have less mobility and are going to welcome this as as uh more a different kind of service than they're used to getting better than getting better when i say better or let me say different different than getting the visiting nurse who comes to the house who says yeah, yeah so now i need to get you to see somebody else you know nps and pas they are the bomb on a lot of this stuff even doctors coming to the house doesn't mean you're not going to be told you need to go to the hospital right like just like with us right we're limited on on the diagnostic tools that we have and and our knowledge base even on what we're going to tell somebody they, is going on with them one way or the other. And the same thing with, with this, right? They're limited with what they're going to have and be able to bring to um, you know somebody's home to evaluate them and, and test them and things like that. So they're going to, at some point, do the same thing and recommend, okay, you should go to the emergency room or you should go to your doctor or you should go to a specialist or whatever the case may be. But there's, there's more because on this site, which I think uh, the site is set up, uh, maybe not for me, but for most people, it says, uh, how do I pay for this? Yeah. And, and they talk about, you know, the average person pays 5 to $50 if they have insurance. Yeah. The, the greater their deductible, more, the more their copay, the more they're going to have to pay. Mm -hmm. And then somebody, you know, then they have an FAQ that says, well, what if I don't have any insurance at all? And they indicate, and this is this is almost unfathomable for me. They say out of pocket is two seventy five. So I'm thinking, you know, two seventy five in um, Manhattan is like, hey, I'll do that. Two seventy five yeah. mm -hmm. out of pocket. I don't have insurance, but it, it would be different. I'm thinking in uh, Butte, Montana, or you know, Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, the out of pocket, you know, where costs of living are different. I'm not putting down these places, but it's really hard to compete with the cost of living of living in Manhattan. Yeah, um, yeah, people are leaving Manhattan for that reason. So, but uh, I, I wonder if that, that 275 when you're paying out of top, and just think about it: if you don't have insurance and you call an ambulance, how much are you going to get billed just for the ambulance? Yeah. So you know, people want to hedge their bets. 
uh, this might be a way. And and as long as you, you know, go back to that educated consumer, there should be a list. You know, you go to a health class in in tenth grade, and we should have a list. The following are not uh, complaints you bring to your local doctor, urgent care, or uh, or the visiting nurse, or the, any of the visiting services. You have chest pain. You have chest pain rating to your jaw. You passed out. Um, you right. can barely breathe. Right. That's the yeah. thing. It, it's it's. And Tony's got Tony and Mike are, are really uh, lighting up the board. They got some good comments going. Yeah. On there too. Yeah. Yeah, no, the and thing is, 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 is like you said, that there's the education end of it. And I, but I think at the same time, though, is, uh, it, you know, it's <laughs> hard to. Mike just told the joke. People and then also, you know, and also get them to understand the full concept of, of what they're calling for. And that goes to what Mike is, is talking about, about the this impression that they go to the, they, they go by ambulance and they get seen. We'll Faster. take you directly to the back of the line. Right. You know. If that's where you would have been when you walked in, that's where you're going to now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, you would think, you know, maybe, maybe somebody in the hospital is going to get wise to this. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah. they're figuring it out. If we keep coming yeah. in by ambulance, you know, because I've got an ingrown toenail, which, you know, I, I get it. It could be really bad. You can get septic from that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to the end of the line. Yeah. If you're not, they'll take your temperature. They'll take your vitals and put you in that waiting room with everybody else who's sick. Right. Well, I'll tell uh, you to wait outside in your car. One, one thing I will say that I thought was uh, um, a little you know, humorous was when they talk about who they're sending to the uh the home hmm. and who are they, the dispatchers providers right, who, who we send and they they send two you know two two people and it's uh i'm trying to think what did it say that the, they a, said a, a PA or a nurse practitioner and a dispatch healthcare medical technician yeah that means emt or paramedic well, they it, actually said medical technician. I mean, it, it could be a medical technician. Yeah. I don't know. I was looking at some of the, um, which, by the way, if you want to work for something like this and you're a nurse or a physician assistant or an EMT or paramedic. Uh, I think they got a career watch, page. But you can private message me and I will send you the link to the company and you can, um, you know, find a job there if you want. I don't know what they pay or how it works, but. Uh, if something you're interested in, let me you just private message me. I'll go ahead and send you that. You know, hmm. over on the Facebooks, on the YouTube, whatever. Be more than happy to do that for you. You know, um, Mike is talking about. You see what Mike has, has said about. You know, what do you do if you know? How about charging people extra money if it's not an appropriate use of EMS? And I think nowadays, right? Don't don't insurance companies especially the proper ones go, well, you call an ambulance, you didn't need an ambulance, we're not paying for that. We're not paying for the ambulance. We'll pay for the ER visit, but you didn't need an ambulance. You know, you could have taken a cab or you could have driven yourself, you know, to the hospital. 
It's it's interesting because then the ambulance companies may get stuck with a non-paying customer. Yeah. And that might not necessarily be right. Yeah. And maybe maybe better screening, maybe enabling, you know, ambulance companies to make up. Uh, you don't fit the definition of who should be getting this service. You know, you call. Yeah, them- I mean, listen, the, the, I, I listen. I've seen attempts, you know, at at agencies and and and, and lo- lo- localities trying to um, lessen the ambulance dispatch, you know, even to the point where, you know, if depending on what you say, they, they don't send that the ambulance right away. They let the fire department get there first. Uh, there was one, one place I saw with the, for car accidents, they weren't dispatching ambulances directly to the car accident, because how many car accidents do you get dispatched to and you get there? It's nothing. It's a fender bender. Everybody's out walking around. Nobody has any, any kind of medical complaints. So they let the first responding, um, you know, the fire truck get there first, or the police get there first, and then if people are complaining of injuries, they dispatch the ambulance. So there's like a there's a delay, you know that that you know five minute or so delay of an ambulance getting on a road, you know, to a, a wreck, but they feel it's it's lessening the the response times with that. So I, I, I think that there are attempts by agencies trying to do it, by dispatch, dispatch trying to, like you said, uh, better triage calls when they're taking them to uh, dispatch ambulances more appropriately. Um, there are ones where, you know, there's dispatch systems where they feel it's not, it's not worthy of an ambulance, and then they, they, they transfer you to a, a nurse that they have on call, and the nurse... So- so they, they answer the phone. They go, is this a police emergency, fire emergency, medical emergency, or do you need an Uber? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Listen, I think Uber, isn't Uber trying to do that too, right? They're trying to do things where they'll get taken to the emergency room. Why not? Right. They have Why a special, not? special Uber drivers that just do that, you know, that, that, that are just looking to get you to the emergency room, you know? Um, because because of the fact that the ambulance calls out, you know, the ambulances are expensive and, you know, and people know that, hey, I don't really need everything they, they're going to do for me in the ambulance, but I really kind of got to get to the emergency room. I don't have a way to get there. And rather than get that big, huge ambulance bill I got last time when I went because I had a bellyache, now I'm going to take an Uber. It'd be a lot cheaper and I'll still be at the emergency room. But then it goes back to what Mike was talking about. and well, I'm not going to be seen any faster by Uber, you know. You're not going to be seen any faster by the ambulance. We need to get But in their mind, I'm saying, you know, they, they think, you know, okay, well, Uber, there's no way I'm going to get seen faster. But maybe with the ambulance, I got a you know, certain percentage of a shot of getting a bed as soon as I get there and, and, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, so, listen, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if the, I think this is – I don't want to say it's going to help or or hurt EMS. Um, you know, overall, I, I think it's like you said, it's giving people options. You know, um, it might lessen, you know, call call volume and 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 you know, ED visits. You know, for for uh, for, for areas and I, and again, that comes down to educating patients and educating the public on what these types of services do. You know, rather than just, you know, I think there's got to be a lot of advertising and social media and stuff like that, that something like this has to do 
to get people to understand that this is an option other than calling 911. But they can't say that because, oh, well, they told me not to call 911 to call them. And then you have a whole nother, you know, issue going on, you know. Um, so I don't know. I'm going to end it with that that part of the conversation there, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know Mike and Tony, thanks. On it. Who else is there? There's Joe. Thanks for signing in, saying hi. Yeah, I appreciate guys making comments and uh, hitting that like button. I really appreciate it. Uh, it does help with the flow of the show. It helps keep it in the feed on the social media platforms like Facebook and YouTube and stuff like that. So appreciate that very much for, for partaking in the conversation. Um, if you ever want to come on live with us, you just send me a message. I will send you a link. And you can join us live on a show when we come on a show at another time. So, Dave, one other so thing exciting. I want to I want to talk about. I know you are traveling today, so I want to keep it too long. But I saw this meme, and I started thinking. I wonder if people are getting this sort of attitude, or if people listening are maybe seeing this attitude of you hear about EMS being understaffed, not a lot of people working. You know, um, call on volume, volume is really high. And now uh, people get in this mentality of, I don't care so much about a lot of the minutiae things in, that I'm responsible for in my job, because what are they going to do, fire me? You know, there was a meme that says, my lieutenant's yelling at me because I have I'm three charts backed up, but I don't care because I'm the only one here to work the next 24 hours, you know? And I'm wondering if people are, you know, the fact that there's like I, there's like a meme and then some a bunch of likes and a bunch of little comments on it. I mean, it's made, it's made for, for humor, of course, but I wonder how much truth there is to that, you know, considering the, the, the environment that we're in right now. It's beyond EMS. Well, yeah, yeah. It's everywhere. What's that? It's everywhere. What are they going to do, fire me? There's nobody to replace me. Yeah. So, and, you know, so I'm wondering, you know, if that's if other people are seeing that, like the, their coworkers, you know, kind of being a little more relaxed, kind of more laid back. I'm not going to be in a big hurry for this for this call, for that call, or my paperwork, you know, because I feel like I – have the best job security I've ever had because there's nobody lining up to take my job as in the past. I mean, I remember in the, in the past, you know, New York City working 911 for, you know, voluntary hospital. That was a prized job. It was. You couldn't get that job without experience, without, you know, being on 911, being an EMT or a paramedic for a while. You couldn't get that job. Now it's not that big of a deal as it used to be, you yeah. know. Because they're, they they're need bodies. Yeah. What's that? They're desperate. Yeah. And that's not just New York. It's, it's everywhere that's, that's like that. And you go back and forth, oh, they're not paying enough. Oh, it's not It's not a shortage of EMTs. It's a shortage of, of you know, uh, people that want to pay for, for the EMTs or the, the, the work environment and go back and forth to all of that. I know that my friend Greg Fries from US one just posted a thing about, you know, is it finally time to pay you know, EMS workers more money, and that sparked a whole thread of you know education and more money, and you know nurses do this, and you know 
Just oh, wait, conversation number four. <laughs> we don't have to have it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's conversation number four. Right. Somebody does something about it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm just, what do you think, Dave? Have you seen any of that? I've seen that. I've seen, you know, know, I'm going to tell you where it's particularly hard. It's particularly hard in the volunteers, but that's another Mm. topic. But uh, yeah, you can see it everywhere. You can see it. If you, if you go to McDonald's, you can see it. My doctor says, he says, my, you know, you go to the doctor's office. He says, listen, we're having problems. People would rather be on unemployment than work. And if they don't, if they don't want to show up, I can't fire them because if I fire them, I'll never get them back. And I need people to work. Yeah. And, and, you know, I see it at the dentist. I see it. I see it everywhere you go. Yeah. It's true. Though. I mean, listen, I was just actually talking to my, my, my landscaper. Although there's uh, no shortage, I think, of people applying to Fidney or Suffolk County yeah. PD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I talked to my landscaper yesterday and he was talking about, you know, he has an issue. He's going to have plenty of work, but I can't get people to, to work to come work that are reliable. So I, he's like, I don't want to take on jobs that I can't do for people. That'll just lower his reputation. Yeah. You know, I get so it. it. And that's like, think about that. That's like, like you said, it's all over, you know? So I wonder if that is, and my, my opinion is, and my, what we need in this country is more unemployment. Yeah. Because my, 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 that'll switch my, things around. My advice is Josh isn't here, so we can't talk like that, Dave. That was sarcasm. I know, but still, Josh is not here. So. <laughs> um, it's, I, I will say that I encourage people that not to have that attitude because it, it is a reflection on you, not so much on your agency or anything like that, you know. You still have to do your job. You still have to do the charts. You still got to restock your truck. All that stuff is still there. And if you're not doing it, you're leaving it on to the next crew that's coming after you. You know, and it it really is. It ends up being a reflection on you. So don't have that attitude. I know it gets rough when you're you're running calls all day. You have a chance to wipe your ass. I get it. You know, but try not to get that burnt out sort of attitude because that can be contagious sometimes the burnout occurs right like immediately when they're 22 years old oh, yeah I, i've seen it's been that. a week yeah and uh <laughs> part of it is instilled you know what are you instilled with during school from your house what do you what do you bring to the job that's you mm-hmm. i i can't leave charts i just can't do it i, oh, I, I can't leave either. charts First of all, I I can't remember if, if if I have two patients in between my writing a chart, I don't even remember that patient. But uh, no, I listen. I I've never been. I I've always been that way. I've had partners that would have charts like piling up. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? I'm gonna get a cup of coffee. Get a cup of coffee. You're like three charts behind. There's no time for coffee, you know. And I'm like, for for me, I'm like, you know what? I I have to have the the, the charts got to be done before I can relax, before I can eat, drink coffee, go to the bathroom, anything. I have to get that done. It's like a, it's like this this thing over my head that I've got to complete. Wow! Look yeah. at look at all the look at all the rabbit holes we can go down from the comments here. I know. So so, so yeah, we could we could go into corporate culture. Um, well, you do find that right? Responsibility, worried about lawsuits. Yeah, and this this 
person here on YouTube, I don't know how to say his name. I don't know if it's a real name or maybe it's just a, a username. Um, it looks but like they, you he's talking about, you know, the, the culture. And I've seen different agencies where the culture is, is different, you know? Yep. Yep. And then a lot of that's from the top level of expectation and support. And listen, that's why they have degrees in organizational psychology and, uh, and management and leadership and, Yes, uh, there's just an article in in the NAEMT EMS world where they talk, where they go back to a quote from uh, somebody who said uh, EMS management is going to go away. What we're going to need is EMS leadership. Well, Sounds good. Thing too, and I think and I I think a big part of that EMS leadership end of it is. Um, people being uh, taught how to be leaders, you know, many, many, for many years, I don't know, this is another whole freaking discussion, but yeah, another well, rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, you know, many years with the people Maybe that we should bring this back. Well, the people that became supervisors were there because they've been there the longest, right. Or they know somebody and a position of endurance. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's, that's, that's true. Um, but you know, the, and I think what's happening now, and I've seen it happen where agencies want you not necessarily to have a degree in EMS, but they want to see that you've had some sort of training and education in leadership. leadership. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, all right. So Dave, we'll end it there, man. Um, Willie, thanks for popping in real quick, leaving some, uh, quick comments for us please guys be sure to hit that like button whether you're watching this live or if you're watching the recording do me a solid and hit the like button all right it's a small fee <laughs> it's I more have. than i get paid right well i'm getting more than i'm getting paid so please just do me a favor and do that it really does um keep this in the uh live feeds on Facebook and on YouTube and stuff like that. And it does help people that don't know about the show that might come in later on in the day today at you know, 12, one o'clock in the afternoon, they might see it pop up. And when they're waking up. When they're waking up, yeah. You got like something specific, yes. When Josh is waking up, because of course, once again, he's not here, but I'm sure I'm gonna get a message later saying, I was there, where were you? Or, you know, I forgot. You know, but we'll see. Maybe okay. next time, Dave, we'll get it. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. All right. So they will end it there, man. Any other any closing thing? Any closing comments you want to make or anything? I think not. I think uh, I think your your final two words are the ones that uh, would be my final two words, and I'll leave them to you. All right, all right, guys, everybody. Thanks again for joining. Share this page. Like the page. Send me a DM if you want to hear a certain. Us talk about a certain topic maybe we haven't talked about. Um, if you want information on the company I was talking about, about the mobile urgent care that they, that hire EMTs and stuff and nurses, direct message me on, on Facebook or on Instagram, whatever, and I will go ahead and send you that that domain so you can do it. Um, check it out, if you, even if you're just interested in seeing what I'm talking about, you can go check it out. Um, so that's it. All right, everyone, that, as always, I am... Jim Hoffman. And I'm Dave Brenner. Stay safe.